Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Eat Gamecast, episode 619. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Snee. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Ahoy. And Tony Korkanakis. Yo. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers. Streaming on Twitch live Tuesday nights. It's probably 45 ish now. So we do a movie cast, do a game cast. Please join us live. You can ask questions on the air and we will stop. Well, we will stop eventually here. We'd like to finish our thoughts uh, and we'll answer your questions. So um, if you missed it, join us on YouTube the following day. Subscribe. Hit the, the smash that like button. Smash. Smash. Uh, let's get into what we've been up to, guys. Uh, Potionomics for me. Uh, I, I'm kind of in a, I'm, I'm playing it. Uh, but I beat I beat the first tournament. That was a real slog, actually. I didn't expect um, <laughs> the game. I mean, I thought I had the pretty good understanding about the game, and uh, I, I I basically got stuck on the tournament. And then I started looking online for tips on deck building, and I'm like, and I couldn't find. There's not much out there because it's a pretty new mm. game. Um, and so like I started fo- following like what this person did and what this person. I'm like. It wasn't working for me, and I got closest when I uh, used my own idea of a deck, which is, mm-hmm. it, from my opinion, was supposed to be low cast cost. Just go go speed. That's what I was yeah. trying to do because you outdraw. You just keep drawing. That's what I was trying to do, and I got away from that, and I was like, okay. Um, it was more about me brewing higher quality potions, which I think the game could spend a little more time explaining in the beginning because I brewed what I needed for this tournament. But I didn't brew them well enough, and I didn't understand stars and stuff like that. I just didn't really hit home uh, until yeah, I yeah. saw it in the value. I'm like, oh my god, I got to make up like 50 gold on this. And I'm like, I don't even know how yeah. I'm going to make that up. I mean, that's a lot of turns of cards before I have to yeah. run out of turns. So I brewed a better potion each time. Like I did three stars, and I did like a one star on one of them, and I just basically I I threw that game. Like the the uh, the speed the fire potion tonic, I only had a yeah. one star rating. So yeah, you, just, you just need one two out of the three, man. That's it. Yeah, I know. So I I tossed that game in, and I just because I didn't want to have the stress level up, so yeah, I, just yeah, taught, yeah. I threw it in, and I just played my last two rounds, and that, 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 those first and last round. It's like, okay, yeah, here you go. Yep. I'm like I, I'm <laughs> I like I gotta just throw three. Yeah, you gotta sometimes forfeit the battle to win sometimes, the war. Yeah, you you gotta lose a battle to win a war. That's what I did. So yeah. uh, you know. Well, one of the things I'll, I'll give you a tip on there um, is it's very important, like super important to buy whatever cauldron upgrade you can. Yeah. Upgrades, right? Not cauldrons. Uh, both. So, okay. So I upgraded my cauldron the next day, uh, but I'm broke right now. I'm like, I got to brew some potions and I got to get like money back and, yeah. uh, and then I got to upgrade that. But I, so, brewed, I, I bought a new one, but yeah. Yeah. So that, so that's one of the things that you're, you're right. It, it's, they're not super clear and straightforward about it. That like, there's two factors that go into making a potion. One of them is the uh, amount of ingredients, and the one is the quality of the ingredients with the uh, megumins or whatever the, the hell they call it. Uh, the number of ingredients directly ties to how many potions you're going to get, like the quantity, and yeah. the quality uh, reflects higher um, the star value and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so you really need to play with the numbers because early on when you have a limited amount of ingredients, you you don't have that much of a selection. Uh, so you kind of just throw whatever you can in there. Uh, and because of that, it's really important for you to be able to put in as many ingredients as you can to help increase the quality of it to get a better star rating and stuff like that. So if you don't have an upgraded and or new level, like a new tier, like every time you beat one of these competitions, spoiler alert, 
you're going to get access to new upgrades and new calls, like actual calls you can just straight out buy with money and or and ingredients like yeah. rare, rare. And you have two options usually on those cauldrons. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. So so usually what I'll do is like <clears throat> I'll have like one cauldron as like my main cauldron, as in like you are going to make the tournament potions or whatever like that because you have the highest number of ingredients that can fit it and and the megumin limit because that's the other thing that you're limited on is like you might be able to fit like 10 ingredients but you might only have like 500 megumin um capped yeah. rather yeah. than like eight and it's, like it's, yeah, make 10 sometimes you yeah. can't make 10 yeah exactly exactly so that's that's one of those things that's really important you got to like that's one of the first things i buy every new i was buying every new um cycle yeah, I mean, I think I need to ignore more of the development aspect of the friendship stuff because, like, I'm spending a lot of money on that. I'm not brewing enough potions to make yes. money. That's where I'm running out of money is I'm spending, like, oh, go on out, adventure. Uh, go invest on, like, a rare uh, ingredient, which you need. I know that. But I'm, like, I'm running out of money. And yeah. between that and upgrading, I'm, like, it's a weird balance that I don't know about. Like, it's so hard to figure mm -hmm. it out. So Yeah. Um, and then one other quick tip I'll give is uh... – you should have unlocked a new character that's like a moth girl. Yeah. Uh, oh, moth girl? Runs... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know. I only got moth girl. I got the... Um... She should have... Did I get the moth girl? No, I got the the, the, um, the demon in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you... She may have just come in. Point. She may have just come yeah. into the shop, so that might be it, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, the, yes, the one of the glasses... Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, okay, she, that just happened. Yeah, okay, right. So okay. I think in a day or two you'll get the ability to unlock her. Uh, as okay, a, whatever. But what she, what she can do is uh, run promotions for you, and what that yes, does is she did say that she'll be okay. like, hey, like I'll make it so that um, people really want the potions, and now the potions are more expensive. If you can somehow tie that in with the regular daily like parameters, or it's like, hey, fire tonics are going up, or whatever like that. If you say like let's say like fire tonics are going to be increase tomorrow and you have her do a separate one that's like tonics increase flat value you double dip so now everything is like four times as much yeah and you can just I gotta, I gotta work on that. So yeah it. i'll give you other tips offline stuff like that cool but yeah all right yeah that's just, that's really it for me um i don't think i picked i did pick up oh you know i did order um the deal of the day it hasn't even gotten to my house yet which is weird uh skyward sword I'm double. Oh I'm yeah, thirty just, bucks, right? Yeah. Thirty bucks. I'm like, I, I, I'll play it again. I, you know what's funny is I, lo I actually really enjoyed the way that game ended. Um, I did not enjoy the game, the game play because I wasn't into the motion controls. So I'm like, I'm all about this remaster. Actually, I'm like looking mm -hmm. forward to it. And plus, yeah. the map was just such a, such a, it was a bad design. That was, I think, what hurt the the game the most was the layout of it. Uh, where I think they fixed a lot of that in the remaster. So, um, mm. but well, I didn't play. I was it. reading about that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to that. So that should be here today, tomorrow. It should have been here today, but that's weird. All right, that's it for me, uh, Corey. Nothing really of note. Played a couple things. I tried to get um, Phasmophobia. I had a couple people. Yeah. That um, I tried to get to buy it, but is that the game? Scary, so. Is that the game that I'm watching where like random shit pops up on your screen and, and vanishes, and then there's like hands that reach in front of your face, and if you die, that's that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, I was trying I, to find time to like get a game, but I couldn't get one in. I was gonna message you two tones. Like, all right, I got. I know Tony would play, but then absolutely, I'll, yeah. I'll still play that game. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I've been doing a, a little bit of uh, in the past week too, because it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween, Halloween week. Yeah, week. I was even yeah. playing some last night actually. After oh, that. nice. Yeah. yeah, I tried. I, I fired it up like briefly solo, but I was like, ah, this doesn't like. This seems more like you want to play with people. So 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can play it. Like, if you want, like, to see... There are, like, a lot of uh, content creators that just play solo and sell it. And it mm-hmm. is fun. I've been watching a couple of them. But the real meat potatoes is absolutely, like, the social... Right, it's that. Exactly. Like, you uh, want to be able to participate with other people and experience it together, because then you can, <laughs> you know, it's talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, because uh, last night I was playing with uh, some Final Fantasy uh, 14 friends, and uh, we were in this one house, and it was... like. It was our last match of the night. We're like, okay, last, last, last hunt, guys. And uh, there's there's cursed objects in the game, and the cursed objects can do different things. This one in particular is a voodoo doll, and it has these pins stuck in it, right? So what you can do is you can interact with the voodoo doll, and what happens is a random pin will be pushed back into the voodoo doll, and what that does is it forces the ghost to have an environmental interaction, and that's how you are like clued in where the ghost is because like if you you'll hear something like a door open. Or like the shower or the faucet turning on or you know, whatever, something like that. Yeah. So it helps you locate where the ghost is so you can do your investigation and stuff like that. So I did it once and we heard something and I was like, I don't know where that was. So I interact with it again. Okay. Now it has a small chance of being stuck through the heart, right? Because it's all over the body. So mm-hmm. and when it's stuck through the heart, the ghost gets pissed and it starts mm-hmm. to be hunt. And a hunt is when it can kill players. So, again, a very small percentage chance of being struck through the heart. You know, usually you have to interact with it a couple times to force that interaction. So I did it once, and then the second time, it's, like, right through the heart. And I was like, oh, no. Like, that's bad, because we don't know where the ghost is. Coincidentally, it was right next to us. So I just go into this closet, or the laundry room, and I was, like, slamming the door shut. My friend was next to me, and I was like, what are you doing here? And all of a sudden, the ghost just opens up the door, comes in, and kills her because of my mistake. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> laughing. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Atticus. And like, I had the camera on me, so I take a picture because you get money because it's proof that a ghost exists because the corpse of somebody's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then the other girls that I'm playing with, they're like, <gasps> they're like, what happened? I was like, yeah, that was my fault and stuff like that. But the oh my god, that game is so fun. If you haven't seen it or played it, like, look up some streams. It's yeah. it's a hoot. It's a ride. And it's, it's really cheap. It's phasmophobia. It's like $14 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. The, just I'll finish off. So then the other spooky thing I've been playing, kind of Halloween themed, is uh, Bane out of 3, which I picked up on Friday. Oh, yep. Yeah. And that is just really fun. Like, Platinum just... Nice. They know action games. Like, that is their bread and butter. I feel bad for people that tried, like, the Babylon Fall or game or whatever like that. Or, you know... Their license stuff is like usually more mm. more missed than hit. Although I enjoy it. Didn't they have a core game or something? Yeah, but the Transformers game was actually really solid because it's basically Bayonetta with Transformers. Oh yeah. But anyway, so, uh, so how do you feel about her new voice? Her new voice. Okay, I will say for full disclosure, fuck Helena Taylor, lying piece of shit, just absolute whatever. <laughs> but even outside of that, like, I like I would have been like, yeah, this voice doesn't sound quite exactly right. But it's it's fine. So like she mm-hmm. doesn't. Well, I mean, she's a professional voice actress. You know, Commander yeah. Shepard. Is it a is it a uh, impression of how she was, or is it her own thing? No, it's her own take. Like, I mean, really, is just like a sassy British lady accent. That's like you know, mm-hmm. sexualize it, points and stuff like that. That sounds like she's like almost flirting all the time and stuff like that. It's fine. The voice acting is excellent. Mm-hmm. Like even without the drama, I just have been like, oh yeah, well that sucks for the original voice actor, but the new ones. Jennifer Hill does a great job anyway, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, uh, <laughs> it's funny because 
there's absolutely elements of scale bound in this. And I was going to say this before an interview came out with uh, Kamiya uh, that said, I, I forget if I posted it in the Discord, but after Microsoft canceled Scalebound, they, Platinum had no project to work on. They had like, they're just like, oh shit. Uh, so Kamiya actually, uh, they were working, I'm sorry, they were working on the ports of one and two to the Switch, but they went to Nintendo's like, hey, we have a team that suddenly has no project to work on. Bayonetta 3. And they're like, yeah, sure, go for it. That's all I got. Hmm. And so Kami is like, I'm eternally grateful to Nintendo for this. Once again, like, there's so much fanboyism that pissed people off when Bayonetta 2 was Wii U exclusive. And it's like, you guys, like, this game would not exist if Nintendo wasn't paying for it. Because, like, nobody wanted to pay for it. Sony didn't. Microsoft didn't. Sega didn't. So it's like, okay. But aside from that, um, the gimmick in this one is uh, her summons that she's used in the previous games, which are all like big kaiju-type monster things and stuff like that. You summon them during battle. So like you'll be doing like the Devil May Cry Dante, like, you know, slashing, hacking, shooting, whatever, yeah. and stuff like that. And then you could press the uh, ZL or Z or uh, L2 button, and then you could start summoning those big monsters, and they can do attacks that you can then chain into your own stuff and, and whatnot. So I'm... There's obviously elements of scale bound, I think, that they used from that game's concept into this and stuff like that. Uh, and it's fun. It works. Uh, it's really, really amazing. Don't think it's going to hit anything above what I think my game of the year is, but uh, it's really good. Really happy with it. And uh, I know some people were worried after the Babylon fall got uh, canceled because they're like, oh, is Platinum you know, dead? And I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, did you see I've been playing Gotham Knights. Yay! It, actually, love um, it. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. It, what? What? <laughs> it's <laughs> go on. Go on. Give me it's, it. It's still a seven out of ten. It's just good enough for me to want to keep playing it. Um, Is it mid? <laughs> oh, it's 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 firmly in the mid section. It's yeah. it's the belly button of quality. Um, <laughs> but you know the. The story is somewhat interesting. There's a lot of story bit beats. The writing is up and down. Some of it I like, some of it I don't. There's um, I don't love Batgirl's voice actress. She sounds like she's doing like a Scooby Doo cartoon a little bit too much to me. Uh, but you know, interesting takes on these characters. It's definitely not Arkhamverse. It's not. It's not a super gritty, serious universe. Even though you do investigate a lot of very bloody murders for a teen rated game but whatever uh and also the body count in the story racks up surprise you really fuck up like a lot of people die in this you really fuck up like just citizens and i mean but um it's interesting Uh, it's a nice little court of owl owl story and they all have lots of small character moments in the belfry in between going out but it's a bit very disjointed because the way the game works is um, you go out to patrol Gotham City to go to your objectives to do the main story, but also do side missions and just do other stuff, random crimes to do challenges, which unlock some abilities or skins or because there's a million of thing, million thing, millions of things to unlock in this game because it looks like it was supposed to be live service at first. So there's all those skins, all those colorways, all those abilities and stuff and gear and stuff and some of that is fun to get some of it isn't um but i see where you know the criticisms come you get 
these crimes that you break up do get repetitive after a while. I have, and there's certain locations where they always end up being. I've, I've broken up a ver- crime of different name, but more or less the same thing in the same planetarium at least four times so far. Um, mm. There's a few certain like you know hot spots where they have a arena set up for a crime to happen, bigger crimes. Um, smaller ones just can't happen anywhere. The city itself looks good, but there's just not that much wow. to do in it. It's, I heard it's yeah. pretty empty. That's what I heard. And uh, the, uh, the, I can't. Like, I mean, I could, I could do it. I could turn it on, but since it's so untethered, it's like literally finding someone else in a giant city, one other person. It's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so, so I, I don't know how that's supposed to work. I, and I turned it on just. So once I saw someone's name come up, it's like someone else is in your game. And while, while I was doing a story mission already, so I didn't know if they would show up or how that would work, mm. but I didn't see them. Um, so weird. I, I suppose if I had a friend who was online, not living with me, or someone else who bought the game and had a separate thing, and it has to be on the same system because there's no crossplay, it's really restrictive. <laughs> it would be fun to do with two people, and there's some perks that actually are supposed to synergize like you can help your allies out in certain I, ways, I remember but... like in the reveal i don't know if they gutted it all but i remember in the reveal you had like things that they did together i thought there, so. there's team up moves i think i but i feel like they're very concept contextual and only like probably really get old one. real quick yeah but like nightwing has a lot of team abilities where he can like buff his teammate or heal them or stuff like that but you know, hmm. the, I haven't been putting points into those because I don't think I'm ever going to be able to play with someone else. Um, so it's repetitive. It's a little disjointed. But the biggest problem is the combat because this is one of those games where part of the reason why I've put so much time into it is I want to be overleveled for everything. Because if you're at roughly the same level as your enemies, you're going to just spend all day just s- slapping some big guy in the face over and over again with the same combo. And it gets stupid. It for because they're just sponges. It's really it, it's not balanced well. So I rebalance the game by grinding out the other stuff, which doesn't bother me too too much yet. Maybe it will later. Uh, so I'm a few levels higher, and I can actually, you know, beat bosses and characters in a timely fashion. And also, when you get the um, the knighthood stuff, which requires grinding for each individual character, everything else carries over except for that. That's when you get the abilities that most differentiate the characters, which is good because now they finally feel different and that things finally get interesting and fun between them. And I've been rotating each character, which is pretty much how you should play the game, I would say. There's no reason to have a main since levels cross over. But um, yeah, 7 out of 10. We'll see how it ends. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's get into some news, guys. Uh, we've got, let's see, let's pull up the first one. Uh, the Witcher is getting a remake. Something that I think is very... The first The Witcher, which I yeah. was confused about, because when I hear The Witcher, I always assume it's Witcher 3, because that's the game right. that everyone has played. Because no but one no, When I heard The Witcher, I thought The Witcher. They, they would say The Witcher 3 is getting a remake. I know, but I don't know, because no one even knows about that one, practically. <laughs> why it's getting a remake. I know, it's why, good. Yeah. That... Anyways, um, so it's getting a remake. It's using the Un- Unreal Engine 5, uh, and I think that's a game 100% needs that, 
Absolutely. Because I mean, yeah. I apparently I it's bought, bad if you played it now, like the first one. Oh, I, no, I bought, oh, yeah. I bought Witcher okay. one like whenever it fucking came out because people were like, "This indie game is jam." It was on Xbox, like, like, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. And so I remember I, Xbox 360 barely could run Witcher two. Yeah. So I mean, I I bought it and I played it for a little bit. I was like. This is really rough. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I understand the appeal, but like it's not for me because it was just too jank. So it absolutely needs a remake. That is a good example of a game that needs a remake, not Last of Us. Be excited about it because you know, as a lot of people have, I got in on Witcher Three, which is the end oh. supposedly of Geralt's story. It's like, oh, I just got to know this character. This is the end. That's yep. unfortunate, and that's kind of why I think a lot of people why. Um, the Yakuza series brought is bringing back so much Kiryu since a similar thing happened there. So this is the way I think, I guess the CD project red, will do it. They'll remake the first game and give us a little more Geralt for us. Other yeah. one who just got in. Yeah, I mean, good. it makes sense. They, oh, this the which was on windows console version was oh, console version was released in 2008. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. needs it. This is, this is a, this is a remaster. It was on 360. PS3 and 360. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So not cool. Xbox. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other news. Uh, let's see. Capcom had their. Is it earnings? Mm-hmm. So they did a Resident Evil 2 uh, call, remake man. has uh, going with another remake here. Uh, Resident Evil 2 remake has surpassed <clears throat> 10 million units sold since September. Yep. Oh, as as of I'm sorry, as of September 30th, 2020. Square would say that's a disappointment. <laughs> Probably. Uh, they th- that's right. They did uh, announce today their um, closing. What are they closing? Uh, the new company they just announced. They just Oman Omnia or something. Oh, like yeah, Omnia. Oh, was it Square? Oh. It was the group they sold it to. Yeah, yeah in Bracer. In, in Bracer. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all being folded into um, well, uh, Montreal, that. right? They just like rebranded this co- this like, company like three weeks ago too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's so, I know it was three weeks ago they said that. So, uh, crazy, absolutely crazy. So, um, yeah, yeah good, I, for, good for Resident Evil. I mean, that's why we're getting Resident Evil though, getting rid of other remakes. Monster Hunter, eighty-eight million. It's a, it's a monster. I blew up. I blew up lately. I mean, that's, that's franchise total, right? I mean, that's that's franchise mm-hmm. total. So it's, that's yeah, impressive, though. I mean, that, that's one of those franchises that kind of reminds me a little bit of the Yakuza series where in the last like five years it became mainstream after not being it for a while. I would yeah. say it was pretty niche before and it's definitely yeah. kind of grown in popularity. I'd agree with that. I mean, it was yeah, one of those things where like they up. came out and they were like, you know, sex something not to keep getting released and stuff like that. But um, it was really the world push uh, monster hunter world that uh, yeah, maybe. took the series. Cause it, they designed they specifically and Capcom even said that they specifically designed it with a global or more Western audience approach because like the old school Monster Hunters are like super hardcore games like absolutely like yeah. you cannot just play this you need to learn the game yeah like, one of those my, my, games, you, yeah my, my friend Ryan kept trying to get me to play them and I'm like I can't this is I don't I don't know what I'm doing here I'm just you know sharpening a sword while getting murdered I don't like this. That's yeah. that was my feeling on the older games. Yeah, so World World helped propel that on um, the PS4 and PC because they released it on PC as well. 
Uh, and then uh, Monster Hunter Rise just took the old formula and added quality life stuff that the PS4 world did. And uh, yeah, that was really successful for them, too. So, yeah, good for these Japanese. Capcom's done a little 180 since our fuck the Capcom days. It's been that's quite a while. I know. It's, it's, it's been, been quite a while. A while. Yeah. It's, it's been I mean, a that's while, why but... we do it. That's why we fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. And they're like, okay, well, settle down on their way. I'm, you know, make a new name for yourself here. Yep. But all right, uh, let's see. Microsoft misses Game Pass subscriber growth target again. This is not even a miss. This is like a this this is a whiff. ridiculous yeah, this is, target. You weren't even in the same. You weren't even on the field. Uh, no. So it is a ridiculous target. So what's the numbers here? We have. Um, they missed Posted. it for a second year in a row. It was supposed to grow. They targeted 73%, and instead they got 28%. Yeah. Um, they were targeting 28%. That would have been, all right, cool. That's good. If you're, if you're, targeting, <laughs> if you're targeting 40%, that's okay, I guess. But What is the 78% of what? what are they? Uh, 73% growth, growth, growth over a year. Year yeah, over yeah, year. Year over year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Year over year. That's ridiculous. Why? Why would they think that? I don't understand that. Uh, well, I'm sure it probably was done when they had games coming out this year. But I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, this and this is this comes back to what I said, um, you know, a while ago, where I was like, Game Pass, yes, technically is a value, but only if you're using it. Like, yeah, I'm not subscribed right now. I'm uh-huh. subscribed to it right now because I got a free one dollar. No, I'm not free. A one dollar month because you know I bought the Xbox. And don't get me wrong. Like, there's there's some games that I played on there, but I'm just like. It's really not impressive in terms of like, like yeah, okay, you get your Halos and Gears of War, but like after you play those, then what? I mean, yeah, there's there's oh, absolutely I, no Microsoft first party release this year, not one. Well, not first party. I use it as something where I can check out an indie game with no risk, and I do it pretty frequently. Really, I that's how hey, I discovered a lot. Survivors is coming. I, I understand <laughs> that. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, those indie games, those are available almost everywhere for very cheap already. Like there's no value in terms of like a new person just being like, man, I really should get an Xbox and subscribe to Game Pass so I can play. Nobody's saying that about indie games. <laughs> like if you're subscribing to Game Pass just for indie games, like you're probably doing something wrong because these indie games are super cheap to begin with compared to 60 and $70 triple A titles. Like it's just, it doesn't make financial sense. Yeah. yeah, I like think you just, I mean, you, you just, saw the growth that they had when we were in COVID. Everybody was playing games and like, oh, yeah, this is going to be easy. And then people out, are yeah. going out now and they're doing other things and like they're feeling yeah. safer to not, you know, stay at home. So, yep. yeah, plus the not, economy, you know, like, yeah. and that's the thing is like, you know, because I, I remember I signed up for whatever it was a limit two or three years of Game Pass when they yeah. had that, like, you know, whatever. crazy deal. Yeah. And like I calculated at the end, I forget what it was, but I was like, I did not get the value out of this that I put, even with the deal. I was like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I played like, like yeah, okay, I played like River City Girls. I could buy that game for twenty dollars, like or less. Really, you guys should all just play all the Yakuza series on there. (laughs) Yeah, but even that, you can buy the Yakuza Remastered Collection for like thirty bucks usually. Well, that's the middle three games. Those are the middle three games. It's only. that's only three, four, and five. Okay, but um, like I'm saying, for <laughs> drastically less than the cost of the Game Pass thing, you can buy the whole collection. It's an it's an added value. It's not the the premier thing that you were paying for when you yeah. signed up for Game Pass. You should be doing it for the seventy dollar AAA titles, which Microsoft did not have any. 
They didn't. And uh, I guess Phil Spencer came on record recently saying they understand how much they missed in 2022, and he's hoping 2023 is... They have a lot of good content coming. I if it so. makes it out, if it makes it out, sure. Can't trust it. I mean, they can't even get the game that they released up and running with the Halo yeah. Infinite. So. I mean, he's, he's counting on Bethesda's re- releases to yeah. carry them. See in. what happens with uh, Starfield if it ever comes out. Yeah. What was yeah. what was the last we heard on that? The first half of March. I think it's March. Yeah, Did we assume that. March or is that just what we I get in the fiscal year here? That's what they're yeah, I think it'll be in the fiscal year. I think it'll be in March. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation yeah. lost subscribers too. So uh, PlayStation Plus well, lost since the re since they're restructuring, they lost two million yeah. subscribers. See, this is to me like I have always seen the PlayStation Plus or whatever, whatever they're trying to do, like Game Pass is way worse. So as bad as we say Game Pass is, I think. There's almost no reason to do any of those higher tiered stuff at all. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not subscribed to it. Well, the yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a lesser value because they're not trying to compete with Game Pass on that aspect yet. They uh-huh. the reason they released this is because they wanted to get more money out of the existing subscribers and said, How can we do that? And they're like, We can do it with PlayStation streaming, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, I forget. Um now or whatever it was called PlayStation. I think it's now. And then now after you know we had what five, eight years of them saying, Who wants to play these old fucking PlayStation games? It's like, oh, oh now you could play them because that's cheap for us to do. And you're you're your not gonna head. give us you're, you're your not gonna give us seventeen dollars. Uh, Jim Ryan, right? Is that right? Jim Ryan? Yeah, Jim Ryan. Yeah, yeah. it was Jim Ryan. Uh but yeah, I mean and and, and this is what I'm gonna say, like absolutely. Like everything else, whoever's the finance people over the company, when it makes financial sense for them to be like, yes, we can offer our titles, first party titles on PlayStation Plus without losing money or with, with making money on this, we will absolutely do that. Until it gets to that point, they're not going to do it because yeah. you're, you're pissing away 10 to 20 million dollars, uh, 10 to 20 million copies of God of Wars, Horizon, Spider Man. Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like that. It just doesn't make sense for them to give it to you for a low cost subscription. It just doesn't. What you're going to see is you're going to see their um, live service games be on that service, and you'll have like added bonuses and stuff like that, like a free battle pass or an exclusive battle pass or something like that. Because that is coming next three years. I guarantee it. Makes more sense, honestly, with live service nonsense anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Subscription, subscription. Yeah, so while they did, and just the caveat there, so while they did lose subscribers, the 2 million subscribers, they still made more money because more people upped their tiers and stuff like that. So, yes, they lost overall subscribers, but they increased the profitability, which is what all these companies are trying to do. And that's why why the Game Pass price increase, I guarantee you, is coming. I'm pretty sure Phil even said that. PTs did, yes. Right now, at some point, we will have to. So next year, I'm I'm just feeling that we're going to see the... Increase yep. there. Yep. And then, uh, did you see that they, uh, Phil Spencer also announced that as long as there's a PlayStation console physically available, there will be Call of Duty on those consoles? Oh my God, dude. Th- th- this is all because of the EU. I know it's what like it is. The yeah. Only, the only entity that is actually really like fighting Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard King. Cause they're like, I don't know, man. Like, this seems like you're like, you're going to become a significant dominating portion of the industry and now microsoft's like no we're really little we're 
we're the, we're the small guy. We're really just small. Like, and they like cited <laughs> all these numbers. They're like, Sony's the big bully. Like, Sony's got you know X percent market share. And well, well, what if we keep releasing Call Call of Duty games on on PlayStation? Will that make you happy? It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, shut the fuck up. Every year, Microsoft buys companies. Every fucking year, and it's not going to stop with Activision Blizzard. No, it it's won't. not. It no, won't. Man. Absolutely not. I mean, there was already rumors at EA. We'll see what happens next year, but or you know, after this this acquisition either goes through or doesn't. Uh, that's yeah. the only reason I think that did not happen is because they're like, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't try our luck here and stuff like that. But once it's, it's done, just, there's nothing preventing them from doing it anyways. But they just have to put on a yes, we're going to do all of this for you guys, absolutely. So it's just fucking stupid, man. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, even though they own all these fucking gaming companies now, not one. Third party release. They couldn't release anything this year. year. No. Not no. one game. Nope. So, what's up, right. Phil? What's up, buddy? Yeah. Nice, nice guy, but come on, it's time to put up or shut up. So, uh, lastly, in the news, Marvel Games has announced that it's partnering with EA to develop uh, adventure games um, coming to a multi title. That's, I think, four. Did they say four? Something like that. Yeah, yeah four titles. Uh, for consoles and PC, uh, each game will be its own original story Marvel. set in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Marvel. I mean, we saw what they did with Star Wars. Super excited for this game. One I saw was Iron Man. We're expecting so. We're expecting Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yes, I... the Star Wars game doesn't. <laughs> you know, the, the the history doesn't. But you know, after that, the last few years they have done some single player projects where you know they have. Hopefully, yeah. I mean that was problem. respawn, right? Respawn did a great job with the fall, mm-hmm. fallen order. Fallen order, right? yeah. yeah. Yes, I just we sort of thought, I guess because it's exclusive, that's not how it's going to go. But sort of thought Insomniac would just be the Marvel like action game factory. No, they have too many. Fine with they've... other companies like making Marvel games. It's just you know, they gotta look at make history. Them good. I mean, don't give it to Square anymore, but um, you know. Well, that's what it, and I think hopefully modern EA knows that <laughs> yeah. they can they can do it you know a couple different ways, but uh, just just stick with it to the formula, man. Just do yeah, look what Spider Man did and just be like, hey, like Spider Man was successful. Let's make a game that kind of emulates that, and there you go. Put out Iron Man, and then put out like uh, yeah, I mean that's what it is. These companies they chase the fucking games as a service a lot. Avengers and Gotham Knights. They fucking try to do this game to the service live bullshit. And oh shit, mm-hmm. this is harder than we thought. Oh, oh no. And now we just have two games that are both mid. Yeah. <laughs> like the definition yeah. of mid. It, it is mid. so funny just playing Gotham Knights and seeing that. It's like there is a little bit of it. It's like, oh, it's cool. I can actually earn all this. That's cool without paying. But on the other side, it's like, why is this so spread out? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, and that, I think, is all I have on the news. Let me see here. I mean, I that's that was pretty it. good Marvel games, though. I mean, with uh, Guardians was decent. Oh, Guardians know? is good, but it just died because good. fucking Avengers killed any any hope yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, okay, so we, we have the Captain America Black Panther game. We have the Iron Man game. That's, that could be I'm interesting. To, like, I'm trying to think what else I'd love to see. Like, maybe, like, a... I wonder, if... game? like, not I really like, like, like a team yeah. X Men game. 
Right, yeah. not this Midnight Suns or whatever. What do we get? No, I'm excited for that. Did that get the way? It's going to be good. What are you talking I, about? Don't attack that game. I know. I'm saying that exists already. So I'm saying I want a, like actual X Men game. Like you know, we're getting Wolverine. Oh, so yeah, but yeah, uh, I hear you. It'll be cool to see oh. like an actual X Men game again. I'd like to see them. It'd be kind of another cool. Ultimate Alliance game. Of course, that might be. I don't know if Nintendo still has that exclusively for Switch going forward. Yeah, I don't know if, how that works really. No, but we'll see. Nintendo yeah. co-published it, so it's up to them. Uh, Hulk. I, I feel like they would have announced the sequel, good. but we'll see. Yeah, Hulk game could be cool, but you know, yeah. massive destructible environments, something like that. I feel like wasn't the last Hulk game pretty good? I mean, years ago. Hulk, Hulk Ultimate. Yeah, destruction. I've heard yeah. good things yeah, about people Hulk seem to like that. Yeah. I didn't play it because I loaded it up like on Hulk, my uh, my but... Steam Deck. There it is. The Steam Deck's back. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Uh, that's it for the news. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Once again, we are live streaming on Twitch Tuesday nights. Please join us. 8 o'clock. Do the movie cast, the Gamecast. Some bonus rounds coming up soon. Uh, we are on YouTube the following day if you miss us live. So subscribe to both channels. Get the content any way you can. Uh, smash that like button on either and leave a comment. Love to hear from you guys. That's it for this week. We'll see you guys soon. We're out.